Hey guys, welcome back to Late Night Murder. As always, we're your hosts. I'm Nicole. I'm Chase. And this week, we're going to be dialing the time wheel back pretty far to the early 1900s and talking about Della Sorensen. Any new Patreons this week? Yeah, we have two new Patreons, actually. We have Megan. All right, okay. And then we also have Nathan. Megan and Nathan. Thank you so much, guys. Yeah, thanks, guys. We really appreciate it. The podcast will always be free, but you're welcome to check out our Patreon for that bonus content. We got lots of cool stuff on there. We got got a full-length episode, mini-episodes... And if you join, you get the whole back catalog of all the ones we have so far. I think we're up to... This week we're releasing three. Yeah. And the big, like a full-length episode, too. Yeah, so we'll have three three mini-episodes and one full-length episode. Quick trigger warning for this episode. It does contain mentions as well as descriptions of poisoning and murder. Okay, so let's go ahead and jump into it, shall we? Let's do it. Della Seidel was born in Farwell, Howard County, Nebraska, on February 16, 1897, to William, who was 34, and Marie Seidel, who was 19 at the time. Okay. Wow, we really are going quite a ways back this yeah, week. That we are. So William was an Austrian native, from what I could find, and Marie was from a Polish background. Okay. And to find some background on this family, because it is as old as it is, mm-hmm. I had to go to, like, Ancestry and pull up census records for some of this. Okay. Yeah. So William is listed as a farmer on the 1900 U.S. Census, and Della, Della had a brother who was listed as, like, a farm laborer in the same census. Okay. From this census, the 1900 one, Della had seven siblings. Wow. Yeah. That's a that's a big family. It is, yeah. So Della would later go on to marry Joseph Weldom and have at least one child. I couldn't find what year they had gotten married, but I was able to find a 1920 U.S. census that stated Della and Joseph were married by this point, and their eldest daughter, Minnie, was two. Okay. In 1920. So somewhere between... 1900 and 1920, she got married. Got it. I couldn't find the 1910 census. Weird. Yeah. Or if it, I bet it would have popped up, but her name didn't register on it. Oh, so, okay. So it like wasn't connected to her in Ancestry. Okay. And I was not looking through an entire country census for 10 years. <laughs> when Della was just 21, she would actually suffer a tremendous loss. Okay. So Joseph's sister, Della's sister-in-law, would lose her eldest child, who was four-year-old Viola Cooper, after Viola fell ill and then died unexpectedly after a visit to Della's home. Okay. She died on July 23rd, 1918. Okay. So Joseph Weldman. So that should have been about the time they were having their their kid, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, roughly. Yeah, that's right, math. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I can't math. So as couples often do, Joseph and Della would get into quarrels. I couldn't find, like, what their quarrels were about. I just knew that they had them. Okay. Which is pretty common. Normally, yeah. Yeah. However, after one quarrel in particular, Joseph actually fell ill and ended up passing away after dealing with this illness for about 10 days. 
Okay, I don't, I don't like it. So Joseph at this point is listed in his obituary as being survived by his widow Della, his infant daughter Minnie, two brothers, as well as a sister and a mother. Okay. He was buried in St. Libori Catholic Cemetery in St. Libori, Howard County, Nebraska. Okay. So Joseph's mother, her name's kind of hard to pronounce, it's Wilhelmina Selbach Weldman, died a short period after her son. Okay, from an illness? It never lists what she died from. Some sort of unexpected weird illness? I'm already on to you this episode. I don't know what's going on here, but is there something weird happening? Yeah, definitely seems to be that way. So in the mother-in-law's obituary, it stated that she had been in poor health for some time and was 65 years of age. Four months after Joseph's death, Della would marry again, this this time to a man named Emanuel Sorensen. They would go on to have one daughter named Dolores in around 1923. Okay. So as we know, Minnie, Mm -hmm. daughter to Della and Joseph, she was born in 1917. So you were right on the money with the dates. Okay. So she's like five or six at this point in the story. Yes. Sorry, dates jump around just a tiny bit, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're still uh, like 1920, 1921 at this point. Okay. So from what I could find, Minnie seems to have been like her paternal grandmother's namesake, as Wilhelmina also went by Minnie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe Joseph naming my daughter after my mom or something like that. Okay. However, Minnie was around two or three when she mysteriously falls ill and dies on September 7th, 1921. (sighs) Man, I was really jumping the gun here, I guess. She didn't even make it that far. That's nope. terrible. She did not make it to five. That's awful. Mm-hmm. Not good. Nothing's good. So about a year later, in August of 1922, Della's ex-sister-in-law, the mother to now-deceased Viola Cooper, would come to visit Della with her infant, Clifford. Okay. Clifford Cooper was only four months old, and strangely, after their visit to Della's house... Clifford fell ill and died in late August 1922. Shit. Yep. Okay. What the hell is going on? Is somebody killing the kids? I don't know. That's weird. Because you also had Joseph and his mother who have died too. Yeah, it's anybody around Della here. This isn't great. We'll keep going. Okay. So just a few months after that visit in October of 1922... Mrs. Cooper, the mom to now two deceased children, came to visit Della again, this time with another one of her children. While this kid fell ill, they were able to recover. Okay, well, when they're falling ill, what is it? Like, what are they, what's the problem they're having? Well, all the reports I was able to find about these is they were just listed as getting sick and dying. God, that's the problem with an older one like this, I feel Mm -hmm. like. Can't see, like... I know, I can't find as many articles because you just can't. It's, like, really old. <laughs> All right. Well, regardless, every time someone comes around her, something terrible is happening. That's what it seems like. So you remember Dolores we talked about, Della and Emmanuel's child? Yeah. She was born sometime around January of 1923, right? Mm-hmm. And she was just one year old when she mysteriously would die on February 19th, 1924. Oh my god, this is terrible. About a month after Dolores was born, 
Ruth Brock, who was the child of one of Della's close friends, who was also less than a year old, unexplainably died February 20th of 1923, and then a year later is when Dolores would pass away. Okay, so what the hell are we doing here? Nobody's putting this together, huh? There's not, we're not like, oh, there's the common denominator right there. Yeah. There's no, are there... (laughs) I know this is probably a stupid question, but are there toxicology reports anywhere in the world at this point? Like, Not at this point. Fuck. That I know of. Okay. Okay, so somewhere between 1923 and 1924, Della's second husband, Emmanuel, would fall ill for a few days from an unexplained illness. However, he would recover. Okay. In early 1925, around February or March... Two children in the neighborhood had fallen seriously ill with convulsions after receiving cookies from Della. Oh, okay. See, now, now this, is, this is what I'm thinking. What are you thinking? I'm thinking she's poisoning all these people. But why? So luckily, doctors were able to save the two children from the neighborhood. After this, police began questioning how one woman can be surrounded by so much death. It was these two kids that finally the police were, I don't know, if they were paying attention at this point, like beforehand, yeah. but now they are. They're like, this is strange. Well, this is di- like seven, eight people that have died around this woman in the last four years. Yeah, I mean, somebody, you'd think that even her family would start wondering what the hell. Maybe stop bringing kids to Della's house. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Like, everybody's got to be like, don't go see her. Like, it's yeah. bad. Don't eat anything she gives you, maybe. Like, Yeah, I don't know. That's crazy. Yeah. Police were able to find that the cookies seemed to have strychnine in them, which is a poisoning. Okay. Is a poison. Yeah, it's a poison. (laughs) A little bit about strychnine. It's a bitter and highly poisonous compound that comes from plants. It's actually a type of nightshade. Mm Mm-hmm. Strychnine can be inhaled, swallowed, or even absorbed through the eyes or mouth. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. It kind of terrified me when I was looking up Strychnine. Yeah, I was in a in a punk band that was named after that. Oh, yeah, you were. Yeah. Except for we, we, we called ourselves Strike Nine, but that's... It was Strychnine. Yeah, that's what the, the point was, yeah. You're so clever. I know, yeah. So w- when, when someone is poisoned with Strychnine, it typically takes about 20 minutes to kick in. And once it does, the infected will actually begin having convulsions that start in the neck and then will eventually move across the entire body. So death with <sighs> strychnine poisoning comes from asphyxiation caused by the paralysis of the neural pathways that control breathing. So it'll just spasm your lungs and your neural pathways that tell your lungs to breathe. Okay, so For yeah. Th- and then they'll stop. Okay, well this one's all tied up in a bow. I'll see you guys next week. <laughs> Got this all figured out here. Well, don't you want to know why? Oh, of course I want to know why, but I, I, a lot of the times there is no why. They just are batshit crazy. Is that why? Oh, no, there is a why. Okay. Let's get into it. That's all right. Also, because we're talking about poisoning, if for whatever reason this happens to someone, uh, the typical treatment is like activated charcoal at the hospital. They'll give you like an oral application of activated charcoal and it'll absorb into your blood to neutralize the strychnine. Is that how that works? That's how that works. Okay. 
the more you know. Yeah, I'd say. So let's get into the why. I'm excited to hear this because you you got to be off your rocker if you're doing this anyway. Yeah. I don't think there's a rocker involved. So Della's reasons for murder by poison. Before we get into it, how many people have died up to this point? Seven to eight. You mean seven to eight? So some reports say there were only seven. Some reports say there was another child that, of a family member that had died of a poisoning that was close to Della. I found it in like one article, but no other article. Okay. And with the records being so old, it's hard for people to distinguish, was it seven or was it eight? Okay. Like some newspapers even from then say seven and some say eight. Okay. On April 19th, 1925, Della Sorensen confesses to police that she had murdered seven people, including a husband and two children. Jesus. So during her confession, do you have your drink? Yeah. Okay. What? What's What's her... What's your fucking, what's her problem? Well, she had some chilling statements to say about everything. Okay. When asked why she had done all of this, she simply responded, quote, They bothered me, so I decided to kill them, end quote. Oh my god. Yeah. Holy shit. Uh Uh-huh. What a nut. Yeah. There's a lot of people that bother me. Yeah. You know, wow. And I mean, she's not super young at this point. She's not super old. I mean, what's 18? And also, another thing, too. How are the kids bothering you? Oh, we'll get into it. They're children. Oh. They're children. They're like, like, like how young was the youngest one? Four months. Four months? Yeah. What happened? Did he cry? Is that what bothered you? Oh, we'll get into it. Horrible. You're a horrible human being. Oh, she's an asshole. Another statement Della made about her motives to... Two police would convince doctors that she was not of a proper mental state. She said, quote, I like to attend funerals. I'm happy when someone is dying. I like getting dressed up and ready for a funeral, end quote. That is, ugh, what the hell? That's so weird. Yeah, I would say there's something wrong in her brain, yeah. for sure. So, no one likes going to funerals. No, no one does. This would be the only explanation Della would ever offer authorities in regards to the seven slash eight murders she had orchestrated. So that's her motive. Yes. She they they bothered her and she likes funerals. Yes. Fruitcake. Definitely. So let's get into the specific reasons why, because there's a different reason for every single victim. Okay. So we have Viola Cooper. She was the first one to die. She was poisoned due to Della's suspicion of Viola's mother gossiping about her. So Della said this was payback for Mrs. Cooper, quote, gossiping about her, end quote. Oh, my God. Like she was trying to get back at Mrs. Cooper and killed her child to do so because Mrs. Cooper was talking shit about her pretty much. What a psycho. If she even was. I never saw anything that substantiated Della's claim. Della was just suspicious that she was talking shit. Yeah, she's a loon. She's a loon. She's a loony. Yeah. So let's move on to Joseph Weldon now, Della's first husband. Okay. Like I said, he had fallen ill after a quarrel with with Della. And that's it. He just pissed her off during the argument. Okay. The crazy part is that 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 sounds like the most sane one. 
so far we're only in number two yeah but it's children yeah, I know. versus a grown man like you i feel like that's more common thing for like a wife to murder a husband yeah or or a husband to murder a wife or whatever rather the, than the a child maybe yeah after an argument like that that would make more way more sense than than she's she's gossiping about me i have to hurt her child yeah and i mean mrs cooper didn't even know like sorry to go back on that one but mrs cooper didn't even know that della had killed her daughter she just thought her daughter got sick god terrible yeah so let's move on to wilhelmina weldom joseph's mother okay the reasoning Della gave as to why she poisoned her mother-in-law was pretty ruthless and mean. She said, quote, She was feeble and childish and a burden. I wanted to get her out of the way, end quote. Uh, did she? Could you find... They're farmers, though, right? As far as I could see, yeah. Yeah, it just sounds like, like it's like she's looking for some sort of inheritance money or something. I don't know. Or like... Like, from killing her husband, like, she got rich or something. I don't know. This is weird. This is She's weird. weird. But, I mean, if your mother-in-law is bugging you and your husband's dead now, you have no ties. Like, maybe just leave or move. Or... Yeah, you don't need to be hanging out with her still. Yeah, you don't need to kill her. That's for damn sure. God. So now we're going to move on to Minnie, who was Della's three-year-old at the time. Yeah, what's your motive for, for that one? Della would later reason that she had murdered many because she was ill with St. Vitus dance and, quote, could do nothing for her, end quote. Oh, so this is a air quotes mercy situation. Yes, big air quotes. Mm -hmm. So I'd never heard of St. Vitus dance before. Yeah, what is that? It's a neurological disorder characterized by irregular and involuntary movements of muscle groups in various parts of the body that follow being sick with strep oh so it's like you had the streptococcal infection and it didn't get better and it actually transformed into same vitus dance does that go away no no that oh it's just it's a permanent thing yeah like many probably would have died from same vitus dance Hmm. but della decided to punch her ticket early terrible Mm -hmm. horrible human being yeah i don't know what the exact mortality rate of that disease was especially in the 1920s but i've never even heard of that before i haven't either it's got a longer name now it's like a form of chorea but that's also a medical infection word too so i just chose to keep the saint vitus dance one okay as della was talking about minnie's murder she said, quote, after the death of my little daughter, Minnie, I had a feeling of elation and happiness. Then after I got to thinking about what I had done, I was afraid and tried to hide it. I had the same feeling after the death of every one of those I poisoned, end quote. Yeah, because you're a, you're a freaking serial killer. Yeah. Didn't you hear the part where she said she was elated? Yeah. And then she felt bad? Yeah, she's crazy. Yeah. That's nuts. This whole thing is nuts. Yeah. So we'll talk about Clifford Cooper now. He was Mrs. Cooper's second child. Mm-hmm. Clifford was murdered for the same reason Viola was, because Della was offended by their mom allegedly gossiping about her. <sighs> Poor t- Mrs. Cooper, man. That's ridiculous. I know. And you know how bad you would feel? You kept bringing your kids over there like that was your sister-in-law. Yeah. 
Well, you didn't know. You probably didn't. I mean, obviously, she didn't suspect anything. Yeah. When talking about the Cooper children and poisoning them, Della said, quote, Now I'm going to get even with you, Mrs. Cooper, for what you have said about me, end quote. <sighs> She's a fucking lunatic. Yep. So here's where you were almost on the money with Dolores Sorensen. She's the one that was barely a year old mm-hmm. and Della's second child from her second marriage. Yeah. Della stated that Dolores's quote, crying and fretting, end quote, irritated her, so she just decided to poison her. Are you shitting me? No, that's the reason she gave for murdering her child. Yeah, that's what happens when you have a kid. They cry. Yeah, they, they cry. That's yeah. what a child does. And she's not even a year old. I hate, I hate this. I know. So now we'll talk about Ruth Brock. And she's the one who her mother was friends with Della. Mm-hmm. She was poisoned because Della, quote, felt sorry for the poor child because its mother did not care for it. End quote. Where do you have any room to talk? Right? That is horrible. Mm-hmm. Said, oh, well, your mom doesn't love you, so I might as well kill you. Ridiculous. Yeah. Horrible. How how could you ever judge anybody for being a bad mother at that point? Right. And this, Ruth was one of the final ones that Della murdered. Yeah. There's something wrong in there. Yeah. So let's get into the trial part, shall we? Excellent. Yes. The police investigation into all of this had found that Della was mentally unbalanced and that that is like the mildest thing you could say. About her? Yeah, you're mentally unbalanced. That is like the nicest way to say you're fucking crazy. Yeah. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Mentally unbalanced. So because she is mentally unbalanced, she would most likely never be tried for murder. Awful. Instead, she would be placed in a state, a state insane asylum. Okay. Which in the 20s, I can only hope for her sake, was horrible. I would imagine it wasn't great. Prosecutor and police decided that if Della were ever to be cleared mentally competent and be up for release from the state hospital, the murder charges would be revived and they would take her to court. Okay, well at that point then it's just a different kind of prison for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she either stays with the crazies or she quote-unquote gets better. Mm-hmm. And then she has to stand trial for murder anyway. Yeah. Which she's going to... Yeah. Yeah. None of it's good for her, which is good yeah. for us. Agreed. Della was committed to the Hastings State Hospital and stayed there for 16 years until she died at the age of 44. She only lived till 44? Mm-hmm. What happened? Couldn't tell you. Oh, no. Couldn't tell you. However, I know you needed some sweet piece of the pie from all of this, and I Googled it. And the average life expectancy in the 1920s was Mm -hmm. only around 61. So she did die before her time, most likely. Maybe she absorbed too much strychnine and it just slowly took over. That might actually be a thing, I feel like. Maybe. That that could have had some long-term effects. It could have. I'm already on a list for Googling strychnine poisoning and how to fix it and how potent it is. Yeah. I didn't think to look up long-term effects. Yeah. I'm on too many, like, too many FBI agents know my name now. Yeah, probably. (laughs) So once Della 
had died, she would be buried in Ingleside Cemetery in Adams County, Nebraska. And I thought it was kind of fitting that she was not buried with any of the others of her family. Yeah. So shall we move on to the pictures? Yeah. Oh, there's pictures? There are pictures. You were able to find pictures, huh? There's not a ton, but there are some. Okay. Yeah, let's take a look. Okay. So this is Della and her mother circa like 1905. So Della would be about eight years. That's bad math. She was born in 1897. That's right math. I don't hear the math, but I'm just going to trust you. Della was born in 1897. Mm -hmm. This picture was taken in 1905, so she would be about eight. Right. Okay, so obviously she's the the child in this picture, and that's her mother standing behind her. Okay, that's a a way better picture than I thought you would have. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was actually some good pictures I found. And then here's the sad picture. It's clipped from a newspaper back in the day. It's from the Lincoln Star, which is a Nebraska newspaper that was published in April 21 of 1925. Okay. And here are all of the victims that this newspaper accredited to her. And we'll be posting these pictures. This picture actually has a description at the bottom of who's who. So that'll be nice for our listeners to take a look at. Man, look at those. They're they're just kids. I know. So this is her around the time she was arrested. Loony. Does she have crazy eyes? Yeah, I mean, I, that's only because, I don't know. I know. It's a hard picture to tell that, too. Yeah. Then I was also able to find this article, this snippet from the Lincoln State Journal in Nebraska that was published April 22nd, 1925, and it's a picture of... Della Sorensen marrying Emanuel Sorensen. And that's her kind of sitting with the veil and everything. Yeah. And then I'm guessing those are his parents, but I'm not sure. Some typical 20s fashion there. Oh, definitely. Got like the beads on the head and everything. Yep. And then since I was looking up censuses already, Mm -hmm. I looked in the search for Della popped up in the 1940 census. Yeah. And she was marked as an inmate at Hastings State Hospital. And you know how sometimes inmates or even people who are long-term residents in state hospitals will get jobs? I suppose. I know that now. Oh, well, at least people in prison get jobs. Right. I knew that. Yeah. Sometimes they'll do that. Or they did that with people who were, like, there forever, you know? Okay. Like, you can pass out the cookies at snack time or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Della never got any of those. She literally just sat in there for those 16 years. Oh, man. It's a tiny sliver, but it's a sliver of Justice Pie. Yeah. I wish there was more documentation and things we could look at for that. I know. If you guys find any, please send it to us. Yeah. I, I want that'd be awesome. more for that one. So that was the case of Della Sorensen. Dang. And some good old-fashioned strychnine poisoning crazy what Mm -hmm. a crazy it's nutty it is it's a nutty one yeah that was that was a shorter one that was a shorter one but there's a consolation to it being shorter this week do you want to tell him or shall i you shall i shall yeah okay so this week's episode is a little shorter but next week we're gonna make it up to you guys and we'll actually be talking about a more so well-known case we'll be going to cleveland 
Next week, we'll be talking about the House of Horrors and the Monster of Cleveland. It sounds kind of terrible. It's not good, let me tell you that. I'm not going to tell you anything else, though. You'll have to find out next week. If you enjoyed listening to this episode and learning about this case, be sure to follow us. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Late Night Murder Podcast, as well as Twitter at LN Murder Podcast. And we did just want to thank you guys again for all of your support and rating and reviewing the podcast. If you haven't already done that, please go and do that. That really helps us out. The stars are for them and the words are for us. So tell us your favorite cartoon character or something silly. And if you've already done so and you would still like to support us even more. You can always check out our Patreon. We'll have bonus content on there as well as lots of other cool stuff. Yeah, no, we're excited to have you guys over there. And you'll even get a shout out on the next episode. That's right. You can join the Patreon at patreon.com slash late night murder podcast. You can listen to late night murder podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Okay, guys, we'll see you next week in Cleveland. All right. Bye. Bye.